Good morning. Welcome to Planet Chaos. I am your host, Brandon Chaos. With me, as always, is Ed Giggity. Giggity, giggity. So what'd you do over the last week? Uh, something I do every week. I do my uh, full-time teaching and... Jerk off a little bit. I wish. No? You and get to jerk else. off? No, with, with the kids in school, everyone's at the house all the time. Oh, that sucks, man. Yeah. But yeah, um, between that and playing Xbox, that's it. My uh, my oldest son, who's already been doing the digital learning, uh, his school just went all digital. Champion? Yeah. Wow, why'd they do that? Yeah, um, several uh, football players have tested positive for COVID. It was like six football players. Wow. So yeah, they're suspending... Uh, all football games, actually all athletic games, and they're all going completely schooling from home. That's, I didn't even hear about that. Yeah. Is that something they're keeping out of the news? It was like a parent-only thing? No, no. Actually, it's, I saw it on one of the, the local news uh, or outlets, uh, Facebook, earlier, too. But I, I get, like, the pre-recorded call from the actual school, yeah. So as of tomorrow, strictly digital. That's crazy, you guys don't have internet out there. <laughs> you guys, you can still have AOL users out there. So, uh, what's going on with this whole sister thing that, that we talked about a while back? My sister? Yeah. Nothing until I get the money to, uh, to get the test. Oh, you didn't get the test done yet. I thought you nope. you already got the test done. No. You're just waiting for the results. We were going to, and school supplies and bills come up, and haven't done it yet. I've been thinking about calling Mori. How, how much does it cost? Um, was it 120? I think it is. Oh, All together, like 120 bucks. Yeah, so it's like just to find out if you guys are really related. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, she looked like my dad, but. I don't, I don't know, you know, it's one of those things that could be road-colored glasses, you know, until the actual <laughs> test comes back. So you guys really don't know for sure if she's actually your sister, or are you pretty damn positive? I'm not saying I'm pretty, I'm saying there's a chance. Yeah. I'm not completely dismissing it, but I'm still not like, okay, this is 100% true, you know? Yeah. I'm not willing to say, hey, fuck you, lady. You know, I'm not going to be mean to her, because she's seen yeah. enough bad shit in her day, you know? And knowing my father, knowing the times, it's possible you know yeah well, so you never know you know we're all your dad got updated. around huh yeah he had a reputation how many baby moms he's got that i know of yeah two mine and my sister lisa's mom that he claimed and knew for sure um so other than that other one two if she is and maybe someone else maybe Maybe somebody else? Maybe So is that else. four? So that would be four. Wow, man. Your dad did not know how to keep it in his pants. No one did back then. True. I mean, plus, you know, him and I have a certain characteristic, characteristic that women find attractive. Yeah. What's that? Big we titties? Have, we had the big schlong. <laughs> we had the big garvin penis. You don't know how many weird old ladies I used to bump into at the bar when you used to take me on as a kid. It would say, if you're anything like your dad, 
You'll have good luck with the ladies. <laughs> oh, jeez. Jeez. Uh, so did you see that Jackie Stallone died? Also, oh, Esther Stallone's mom. Yeah. Hey, what a tragedy. Like 80-something? Uh, she was 98. Yeah, 98. That's, that's not a story. Yeah. That's a... That is a story, man. She's had, she has had an interesting life. I know nothing of her life except for her <laughs> son. Well, she she was uh, a promoter for Glow back in the 80s, the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Mm-hmm. She did that. And then she did her astrology books. Uh, she actually invented the term rumpology. Rump-ology. Which was... Uh, is it what I think it is? It, it was similar to the art of palm reading, except... Uh, you would actually do this by examining pictures of people's asses. Their holes or just the cheeks? I, I'm pretty sure it's like everything. I don't think you spread. Yeah. I mean, cheeks are cheeks, though. It just depends on what pants you're wearing that day. Oh, I see that you're a uh, hard worker. Well, it, I'm, I'm guessing the pictures would have to be bare ass. Yeah, I mean, if there's an like yeah. imprint or a scuff, like... I don't think that's possible. Dimples. Laura knows how to palm read. I don't trust that kind of thing. You know, she told me when I first met her when you know when I was with my ex-wife that we would split up, and that I would end up being unhappy, and I would split up. I'd reconnect with someone special to me. She told me years ago too, and she does tarot cards and everything. I was like, yeah, whatever. You know, I was like, yeah. you're just trying to, you know. But she was right. She yeah. either could tell the future or. She's just intelligent enough to see the writing on the wall where I couldn't. Yeah, Jackie Stallone, man. 98 years old. I mean, we should be so lucky to live that long, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, her with her son being that Hollywood elite, she gets those injections. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then uh, don't forget, she's also the mother of Frank Stallone. Who? Frank Stallone. Sylvester Stallone's brother. He's I didn't know Sylvester had a brother. Really? Yeah, he's a singer. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, he was in the movie Staying Alive, the really corny sound uh, sequel to uh, Saturday Night Fever. Oh, I didn't. And even then know that. he also did some stuff on the soundtrack, which peaked at number ten on the Billboard Hot 100, and he received a Golden Globe and Grammy nomination. Oh wow! Crazy, yeah. Crazy, crazy, right? I I guess. But, uh, Probably one of the things that people will remember the most uh, of Jackie Stallone, though, was uh, her 1992 appearance on the Howard Stern show, where they set up a meeting with her and uh, her ex-husband, Frank Stallone Sr., and they got into a, a huge, heated argument on air. Ooh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Um... Basically, when <coughs> excuse me, when when uh, she found out she was pregnant with Sylvester, uh, she was supposed to get an abortion, and she faked the abortion. Mm. And so there was like a huge uh, to do over that. Oh, and then he actually grew up to be something. Now, oh, yeah, yep. And then she was also on uh, the UK. Uh, celebrity Big Brother in 2005. Um, she she was pretty much only brought onto the show 
to create tension within the house because her former daughter-in-law, Brigitte Nielsen, was on there. Mm. You remember Brigitte Nielsen, right? It sounds familiar. <laughs> uh, she was married to Sylvester Stallone for a couple years in the 80s. Um, she She's done a lot of uh, like TV work and shit. Uh, but about 16 years ago, she came back into the spotlight, spotlight when she was on uh, The Surreal Life. And she ended up... Uh, what was it? She ended up hooking up with uh, Flavor Flav. And that was like a whole big thing. She was with Flavor Flav. She was Drago's wife. Yeah. Yeah, now I know who she is. Yeah. Wasn't she? Yeah, she's one of the Flavor Flav girl. Yeah. Launching big tits. Yeah. Short hair. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Flavor. Yeah. She, I'll tell you what. She's pretty, still a pretty good looking chick. She's not bad for her age. I mean, yeah. she got the hot. She can tell she has breast implants on that one black dress she's wearing in that picture. Yeah. Let's roll 34 it and see what they look like. So, yeah, 98 years old, man. Uh, another, uh, tragic death this week was Gail Sayers. Yeah. Um, he played for the, uh, Chicago Bears. Um, yeah, he was with the Chicago Bears from 65 to 71. Four-time pro bowler. Um... A lot of younger people mostly will remember him for his portrayal in the movie Brian's Song. You ever seen that movie? I've never seen Brian's Song, but I, I remember hearing about it. Yeah. But I never went on my way to watch it. It's a, it's a fantastic film. Uh, it it's basically portrays the life of uh, Brian Piccolo, who is a... Uh, player with the Bears who had terminal cancer. Uh, it was shortly after he turned pro. And uh, Billy D. Williams plays Gale Sayers. Uh, easily one of the most iconic sports films of all time. Yeah, Gale Sayers was uh, 77 years old. You know, uh, my my mom's maiden name was Sayers, hmm. and, and uh, like every dude in the family had a Gail Sayers jersey at one point in time. Well, yeah, it was the last name. <laughs> it was the last name, yeah, yeah. Even though they weren't Bears fans, they all had a <laughs> Gail Sayers jersey at one time. Yep, I think I might have even had one when I was a kid. I can't remember. I think there's a Garvin on the. On the uh, Packers. I think he's a defensive back. I think I saw him you know, last night. I know there's a guard in the NFL because when I create my player in Madden, it always says my last name, and that's the only way you get your last name announced is if it's in there. Yeah. Um, do you know who Johnny Rotten is? 
Johnny Rotten. Yeah. It sounds familiar. Uh, real real name John Lydon. Um, He's uh. He was the lead singer of the Sex Pistols, the punk yeah. rock band from the seventies. Yeah, out, yeah. Yeah, put out one album and then uh, very controversial. Um. Mainly for their song, uh, God Save the Queen, which they uh, got even more controversial with it during the Queen's Jubilee celebration. They rented a boat and played the song on the boat as the Queen was going by. Um, But, you know, those early punk bands, a a lot of uh, what they did was just for shock and awe. Um, Rebels. Yeah, it's rebel against everything. Do what you can to, to shock people. You know We call those people anti-maskers now. Yeah. Um, I mean, the bass player who, who passed away, uh, Sid Vicious, uh, you know, very famous for the story of his girlfriend, uh, Nancy. Sid and Nancy, everybody knows that story. Uh he supposedly killed her. Didn't remember because he was blacked out. Uh, he ended up dying of a heroin overdose before he could go to trial for it. Uh, but he used to wear uh, swastika t-shirts. Uh, but now there's a big controversy on Twitter because Johnny Rotten was pictured wearing a mega t-shirt. Or mega t-shirt. Mega. Yeah. Why? Why? Well, you know... Why was it a big deal? He can... Exactly. And, you know, even if he supports Trump, uh, you know, it's kind of the punk thing for him to do, really. You know, people were saying, oh, well, you can't be racist or homophobic or transphobic and be punk. There was a whole movement of Nazi punks in the 70s and 80s. There's a lot of them. Especially from Europe. Yeah, and there was a whole movement of, you know, punks just trying to do anything outrageous that they possibly could. And I really can't think of too many things that are more punk than supporting Trump, really. Oh, don't give them ideas. Please don't give them ideas. (laughs) You know, I, I don't... What? Why is it that if somebody likes a certain thing uh, or burping out of nowhere for some reason, why is welcome. it that they must get chastised for it? I, I don't know. I mean, he's not going around and, and you know, causing a, a scene and, and getting into arguments like uh, Chris Taylor Brown. Yeah. You know, uh... You know, he, I mean, he is who he is, and... He's foreign anyways. Oh, he li- he's lived in the U.S. for a long time. Oh, he's so But you hope. can't really... I mean, we, we've already discussed this. You can't really reason with Trump supporters anyways. It's not like, you know, you could sit down and have a conversation with him and say, Hey, look, John, this isn't a good idea, man. <laughs> you know, here's why you shouldn't support him. He's just going to be like, Eh, fuck off, cunt. <laughs> I'll support who I want. Him and Boris should run for world leader. <laughs> Were you in the Sex Pistols? I didn't fucking think so. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so yeah, that that's the big Twitter thing today. I just, this has yeah. been the Twitter thing. Of I mean, the day. I, I don't understand how anybody could support Trump, but if they do, you're not going to change their minds. Yeah, it's it's you either yeah. for or against. There's no yeah. third option, so you have to be for or against. Well, I mean, there is third options, but uh, not viable. Yeah. There's been I, there's just been too much of that lately, like too much. Of it. It's like getting on my nerves. Yeah. It's like people getting chastised for their own personal <laughs> beliefs. You're allowed to believe something. The way you treat people is more important than what you believe. Yeah. Like, you could sit there and be a teacher but fucking hate kids. You can make a difference in, in kids' lives, but at home, like, I hate those motherfuckers. Yeah. You know? But if the end result is there, the end result is there. Uh, here, here's something. Uh, uh, Leiden became a U.S. citizen in 2013 because he believed in Barack Obama and his health care reform. His wife has uh, Alzheimer's real bad, so he moved here because of uh, health care. Hmm. Uh, on which he states, his health care thing didn't quite work out uh, what we all want, but there is a great potential there. Now we're looking at dismantling and, you know, a crazy loony monster party. Uh, before his election, Leiden said in response to questions about Donald Trump's prospects for being elected president of the United States... No, I can't see it happening. It's a minority that support him at best, and it's so hateful and ignorant. In 2017, though, he said, I'm up for anyone shaking up the jaded world of politicians. Uh, during a Good Morning Britain interview in March 2017, uh, Leiden described Trump as a complicated fellow who terrifies politicians. Leiden said there were many, many problems with Trump as a human being, but defended him against accusations of racism. What I dislike is the left-wing media in America are trying to smear the broke as a smear the, the bloke as a racist, and that's completely not true. Uh, he elaborated to NPR, he's a total cat amongst pigeons. He's got everybody now involving themselves in a political way, and I've been struggling for years to get people to wake up and do that. So it sounds like he kind of went back and forth on Trump for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. He, he also same. supported Brexit, too, which was really controversial. Whatever happened to that? I don't know. Did they ever just like, yeah, we'll figure out when the pandemic's over, how we're going to do that? Or Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on with Brexit. We haven't heard anything about it. Yeah. I actually learned something today what? that I didn't know. I was watching the, uh, the replay of John Oliver's show from last night, and they were talking about the Electoral College and how back in the early 70s, there was actually a senator... And it was almost where they got rid of it because he was like, look, we've done the math. Even Nixon supported getting rid of it because he said that that it's going to be possible that one day that someone's going to win the popular vote. But these smaller states that don't that don't have as much population still get a fair say. So they tried to reform it and that they uh, that they voted out by like two or three votes. And, like, the same thing this guy was talking about, like, they showed his speech, is the exact same thing that's happened in the past two, three elections. Where, like, the popular president hasn't won. It happened to Gore, and it happened to uh, Hillary last year. That's the only two times in recent history where that's happened, though. Usually the popular vote lines up pretty well with the electoral vote. Yeah. But he said someday someone's going to figure out exactly how to use that. 
And now there's actually California and a few other Western states, I forget all of them, they're actually secretly signing a pact that their delegates will only pick whoever wins the national popular vote. And they have, I, I want to say like five or six states on this. But they, if they said if they just do this and every state signs the pact, then the electoral colleges will be obsolete because they won't listen. Everyone will do the whoever wins the popular vote. They'll force it out without actually making an amendment. There's been five times that it's been decided uh, with just the electoral vote. Uh, 1824, John Quincy Adams, 1876, Rutherford B. Hayes, 1888, Benjamin Harrison, 2000, George W. Bush, and 2016, Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I, I didn't know that. And, like, they're secretly just signing things like these states, these West, I want to say it's like California, Nevada, only a couple of middle states, maybe Oklahoma might have been one of them, that they're signing this secret pact that they'll only vote for whoever whoever wins a popular vote yeah no matter what their state says so if if trump loses and let's say he he steps down like he's supposed to let's just you know for the sake of argument peaceful transition of power yeah let's let's say that happens do you think he pulls a grover cleveland and runs again yeah, 2024. I According think, to him, he's entitled to a third term anyways because he says that they wasted his whole first term with the bogus uh, impeachment. It wasn't bogus at all, but... Yeah, well, no, I, it wasn't. I think, I think that what he's talking about this week, he's just so being blatant about it, talking about loading the courts and especially appointing this new person to the Supreme Court... And what are your thoughts on that? I think it should wait till the election. I really do. Because they're... they're you they're, know, in, in most circumstances, I would disagree with that. I'd say go ahead and, and fill the seat, but... Not within two months of the election. we had, in 2016, after the death of Antonin Scalia, 10 months before the election, and McConnell saying, no, 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 let's wait till after the election, let the people decide. Of course, Trump's people de- defend that because they're like, well, he was a lame duck president. You know, he, he had no chance of getting reelected because mm-hmm. he wasn't eligible. So whoever the next president is, whether it's Trump or Hillary, they should have the decision. Well, it's kind of really the same principle here. You know, if, uh, if Trump wins, okay, let him pick. If Biden wins, let him pick. It, it's not rocket science here. You you set the, the precedent by doing that to Obama. It's only fair that you do it as well. First time politics, huh? <laughs> yeah. You know, plus, the thing is, is right now, what I don't understand about the Supreme Court is they're all supposed to be neutral. They're all supposed to be neutral. Well, they're supposed but, to be pro-constitution. They're yeah, you know, supposed to be neutral, letter of the law. They're not supposed to swing left or swing right. That's the thing. They have three of them. They believe the swings well, left, and three o- believe honestly, the swings right. 
they're gonna swing either left or right. That's just human nature. But they're not supposed to let that get in the way of the Constitution. Yeah, but they are. That's. I think we should get rid of the Supreme Court. I think we should scale it down to Why? three people. Three people. Three people. Why? Because there's so many opinions and so many, so many four to fives, and it's too many opinions. There should be a lower Supreme Court and then a high, like the very, very final. They should there put it up. There is. I mean, there's other courts. Then they, they should they should put it down more. Yeah, I don't know, man. One I... man, one woman, and one trans person should be. <laughs> that way, all bases are covered. And just it's just too many. It's like, like I always say, the system's not broken. It's working the way it was designed, and we're just. Figuring out you know, now that it's designed to. I I think what what scares people is uh, you know the Supreme Court. Once you're appointed, you're there for life. Yeah. You either die or you retire, whichever one. And that scares people, especially since you know Trump. I don't know if he's doing this consciously or subconsciously. But uh, who was his, his first pick? Was it that Kavanaugh guy? That no, Brett? Kavanaugh. No, there was a woman he picked first. The first person was a woman. I forget her name. Because that was kind of not even a big deal. That's who replaced Scalia. Hold on. And then Kavanaugh, because that was recently. And then now this new lady. Okay. But even though... Uh, Neil Gorsuch. Oh, Gorsuch. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It was Gorsuch. And was then the... Brett Kavanaugh, and now... Amy Coney Barrett. And the thing about Barrett too is she's only forty-eight. She has like she still that, has like young And that's kids. what I was. That's actually what I was going to bring up. Uh, Amy Coney Barrett. Uh, she's forty-eight. Even Kavanaugh's not um, that old either. Yeah, I was just going to bring that up. Their ages. Uh, Kavanaugh is fifty-five, and Gorsuch. Uh, 53. Yeah, so, so we're talking relatively young people that he's putting on 20, the 25, maybe even 30 years on those guys. Exactly. Which, you know, could sway the court for a very, very long time. <clears throat> oh, bless me. Um, Barrett was actually appointed to uh, the Seventh Circuit Court by Trump on May 8th, 2017. And you know what I think is funny, though, is everyone made a big deal when Biden said that he was going to pick a woman as his running mate. Trump said he's going to nominate a woman to the Supreme Court and not a word out of his supporters. Mm hmm. Not sure why. You know, it's 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 blind faith. It's 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 you're with me or against me. Exactly. Blind it's, Faith. Was that a band that Eric Clapton was in? Blind Faith? Sounds familiar. Does sound familiar. But it's like, when you have this, you're either right or wrong, with me or against me attitude, you can't see the big picture. You know, it's like... <laughs> I was right. You were? Steve, Steve Winwood, Ginger Baker, and Eric Clapton were all in that band. <laughs> it's... I, I don't know. It's... Everything is so 50-50 now. There's no gray. It's black and white. And you can't even be white anymore. So now everything's oh, gonna go to black. Stop it. <laughs>
It's but it's, it is like anything that happens is either well he must be a racist, he must be a Trump supporter, he must be a homophobe, he must be a transphobe. It's it's so judgy. Like you can't have an opinion that's unpopular. A person is allowed to have an opinion. An insignificant person that has no real authority over anyone should be allowed to have their own belief. You shouldn't get fired from your job for not approving of gay marriage or not approving of interracial marriages. That's your own personal beliefs. Well, it's it's complicated because uh, you know, like if you don't approve of interracial marriages or whatever, that's that's one thing. But if you're going on social media and going on and on at great lengths about how you don't like people of a different race, that's a little different. But because it's okay what to if say. You, what if you, you know, what if you're one of these people? That's that blatantly and openly hates black people, and you get a promotion at your job. Are you going to not hire people just because they're black? That's that's up to that company. It's a privately owned company. Yeah, but don't you think they want to know if somebody who does hiring and firing within their company is you're, blatantly you're right. openly racist? If they do hiring and firing, yeah. But if you're fucking Jimmy that sweeps the floors, I don't care if Jimmy's racist. Okay, what racist? about some burger boy at McDonald's? Exactly. What I don't if he, care. What if he spits in all black people's food? What if he spits in all cops' food? You don't. <laughs> well, and there you go. <laughs> Depending on what you believe in. Or what if it's a black kid spitting in every white person's food? Okay. Some people say, don't well, that's you think brave. They... That's, that's a political statement. No, no, no. Yeah, say yeah, that. they would. They no. would. You know they would. No, because they don't want to shame you for being white. They want you to accept that black people are equal to you. See, that's not the message they're getting across. They're not getting equality. They're getting superiority. Yeah. It's getting mixed. There's, there's some people that are uh, not really part of that movement that are using it as a platform for hate. Everything but, is used for a platform for hate. Remember the circle game we used to play? Now that's white power when you play the circle game. <laughs> It's like it's so ridiculous. Like people have just been taught to be in this box, and everything in your box is good. Everything outside of the box is bad. It's like I, no one thinks for themselves anymore. I I don't think you understand the Black Lives Matter movement, though. No, I understand the Black Lives Matter movement, and I agree with them. I agree. Okay. That so the what's message, the issue, though? The issue is that it got too combative. And they chose the wrong person to back this issue. Just like politics. You choose the wrong okay. politician to sponsor your party, and all of a sudden you're hated. Look at the Republicans. I'm sure there's a ton of them that are super nice people want nothing but the best for America. But what happened? Their political party chose Trump as their spokesperson. Now now it's okay to hate all Republicans. Well, it's... You know, it's like I said with with Obama, and I don't want to come off sounding racist with, with saying this, but you know, it was it was nothing that he did. It was the fact that he was a black guy with a funny sounding name. It, it caused a lot of hate to come out in people, and I said right around or right after the 2012 election on this show. I said, it'll be 20 years, 
before we see another black man president because of Obama, because people weren't accepting of Obama. Now I'm going to say something similar about Trump. It it could be, you know, a good 20 years before we see another Republican president. Yeah. I, I think because of, and it's not, and again, it's not him. It's the fact that people in in his party are not standing up against him. You've got Mitt Romney. That's pretty much the only one that has been very open about, you know, not agreeing with what he's doing. The you know, un- unless a bunch of Republicans, if, if he loses and a bunch of Republicans come out and say, hey, look, we fucked up, uh, we're going to get our shit together and we'll see you in 2024, then the Republican Party has a lot of rebuilding to do. Because this experiment didn't work out for them. Nope. One bad decision and you get chastised forever. And it wasn't even him. It was backing him. Yeah. That created the issue. And it's the same thing, or at least a similar thing, with what I said about Obama. It's the fact that we elected a black guy with a funny-sounding name. You know, has people going with their minds all over the place. Oh, his name is uh, Barack Hussein Obama. He must be a Muslim. He grew up in Kenya. You know, it just sparked all kinds of racism, which is why I believe that, you know, I, I would like to see myself proven wrong, but, you know, it could be 20 years till we see another black president, which sucks. Yeah, you know, because even... he was judged by the color of his skin and what his name sounded like. Which was totally not fair, because he did a hell of a job. Yeah. No, he was a pretty good president. I didn't agree with everything he did, but he, uh, you know, he didn't completely destroy this country. He did not. He, put, he said it on a and really good path. that's the important path. thing. The important thing is that he did not fuck up the country. And honestly, the first couple years of Trump's presidency, he was fine. It's been ever since the whole Russian thing came out and the whole impeachment. Ever since that impeachment, he's gone batshit crazy well, with power. Well, since the impeachment, he now thinks he's untouchable. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and that's when everything's gone south. Are you going to watch that movie at all? What movie? Um, hold on a second. I'm going to look it up. It's got Alec Baldwin in it, I believe. I like Alec Baldwin. Or no, not Alec Baldwin. Jeff Jeff Daniels. Yeah, Jeff Daniels. Uh, what the fuck is the name of that fucking movie? Hold on, I'm looking it up. Is it Dumb and Dumber 2? Because I watched that. Oh my god, I wish. Good. The Comey Rule. That's what it is. Oh, it's a miniseries. Excuse me. Um, What's it on? Is it on uh, Showtime? Premieres uh, actually premiered last night. Okay. The Comey Rule. Yeah. Like the guys who wrote that book. Yeah. Um, the Comey Rule is about. Uh, it's based on the book A Higher Loyalty, written by uh, former FBI Director James Comey. Uh, it stars Jeff Daniels as Comey. And Brendan Gleeson as uh, President Trump. Uh, the trailer looks really good. And get this. This is only the second time in history where a film has been made about a sitting president. Hmm. You what know, was the, the first? Uh, w. 
W. W. That was a good fucking movie, by yeah. the way. Um, I only saw it once, but I remember. Oh, what the hell was his name? He was the he was the uh, jock in uh, the Goonies. The guy that played Thanos. I don't know who's Thanos. The the same guy. Uh, shit, I don't know his name if I hear it. He's got a famous dad too. What the hell is his name? Um, Josh. Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. That's it. James yeah. Brolin's son. Yeah. Josh Brolin was fucking fantastic in that movie, man. He was also Cable. And then uh, Richard Dreyfus was uh, Dick Cheney. Yeah, it was a good movie. Have you have you seen it? I, I remember seeing it years ago, but I yeah. I hardly remember it. It wasn't one of those ones where like, oh, I gotta see it again. Or yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, I, I I liked it a lot. I thought it was a fantastic movie. Um, yeah, this this Comey rule looks really good. Um, I wonder if I can. It, it seems like it really captures Trump's madness. Watching TV does that. Paying attention to a press briefing captures the well, madness. More so than that. Like, you get the behind the scenes. How do you spell Comey? C-O-M-E-Y? Yeah, Comey yeah. rule. Yeah, I can watch it on my fancy AT&T TV. So how many ep- There's only two episodes. But yeah, it, it... Yeah, night one and night two. Yeah. Definitely looks interesting. I definitely want to check it out. That Brendan Gleeson, though, man. It's amazing how he really nails Trump, man. Uh, he also played uh, Winston Churchill in the, the movie Into the Storm. Yeah. That's uh, Brian Gleeson's dad. You know who Brian Gleeson is, right? Mm-hmm. He's a pretty good actor. So yeah, that's... Uh, I'm going to have to watch that and uh, give my, my report what I think of it. I don't know. I don't really know the backstory of all that. That uh, James Comey book. It's just what he saw and experienced. He was with the he whole was- Russian thing, right? He was fired by Trump, right? Yeah. Yeah, he fired him in May of 2017. Yeah. Because he knew about the Russian thing. I don't... It's... The thing is, it's so hard to get away with what they're so used to getting away with now. Yeah. Like, people are smarter. Technology made the world smaller. People don't have loyalties anymore. Yeah. There used to be a time when that would happen and those guys would take it to their grave. Yeah. Or gladly get murdered well, in a parking lot. Say, hey, just take care of my family. And they would take care of their family, but murder that guy. James Comey, a, he's a patriot. He was the director of the FBI. You know, the guy's job is to uphold law and order. And he saw this, this wild anarchist, you know, come into the White House. And he couldn't keep his mouth shut. It's his job to, you know, to... to uh, make sure this sort of thing doesn't happen. No, it's our job as American people to make sure that shit doesn't happen when we fail. Exactly. Yeah. It was our job. We have one chance to fix it. 
in a couple months. And it's it's not a permanent fix, it's a temporary fix. Well, yeah, we already know that. Alright, so uh, we're gonna take a little bit of a little bit talk today, man. Uh, we're gonna take a little bit of a break and we'll be back in a few minutes. Stay tuned. Check out our new merch store. You can grab yourself a t-shirt, hoodie, stickers, pillows, and more. You can also get Brandon's book, Bedtime Stories, there as well. That is PlanetChaosRadio.com. to hear this uh this story about joe montana someone we yes. haven't seen in the news in a very long time yes someone say someone say he is the greatest nfl quarterback of all time some would debate that it's uh somebody else uh Far, yeah you're right joe montana <laughs> uh he was I, I don't think this was his house that they were at um, here's a story from the, uh, South Florida Sun Sentinel. Uh, a woman it's on, on Miami Homestead area. Yeah, it is. Uh, a woman on Saturday afternoon entered the California home. That's okay. So it was his home. California home of Joe Montana, uh, the retired NFL Hall of Fame quarterback and tried to kidnap his nine month old grandchild, officials said. The woman identified by the authorities as Sodsai Dowsel took the infant from a playpen and went upstairs at Montana's Malibu home with the child in her arms around 5 p.m. The Los Angeles Sheriff's Department said in a statement on Sunday. That's where Montana and his wife Jennifer confronted Dalzel and tried to de-escalate the situation, officials said. A tussle, ended, or a tussle ensued and Mrs. Montana was able to safely pry the child out of the suspect's arms, according to the statement. A tussle? Yeah. After Dalzel fled, Joe Montana flagged down deputies on patrol who found and arrested her. Dalzel, 39, was charged with kidnapping and burglary. Her bail was set at $150,000. The Sheriff's Department declined to share more details about what happened or about Dalzel. On Twitter, Joe Montana expressed gratitude for those who showed concern. Thank you to everyone who has reached out, he wrote. Scary situation, but thankful that everybody is doing well. We appreciate... We appreciate respect for our privacy at this time. Hmm. Well, there you go. I guess Joel Montana, how old is Joel Montana? He's pretty old, right? He's in the 50s, 56 maybe. I don't think he's 60. No, he ain't in the 60s, dude. How do you give a tussle with a woman and not like take her out and like pin her down? Joe Montana's a, he was a pretty big guy in his time, man. 
He still looks pretty built. Oh, he's 64. Okay. Maybe he was older than I thought. Oh, yeah, he got drafted in 79, so yeah. He's pretty old. Like Three-time Super Bowl MVP. Joe Montana. Joe Cool. The comeback kid. Man. I want to see his measurements. He's six foot two. Yeah. Same as Steve Young. Guy. For some reason, I don't know why they had to put that in there. Two hundred five pounds. Yeah, he's not a small guy. He's sixty four. Yeah. yeah. You remember that uh, season he played with the Chiefs? <laughs> almost. He almost took him to the Super Bowl. Yep. Almost doesn't count. That song by Monica. Yeah. <laughs> His wife looks good for her age, too. Yeah? Hey, well, she was an actress. Her. It was by Brandy, Jennifer not Monica. Thwart. Almost doesn't count. It was by Brandy. Oh, no, Jennifer. Wait, no, I read that wrong. Jennifer Montana. Yeah. What was her maiden name, though? She did some movies. These fucking NFL guys, though, man. They either marry supermodels or cheerleaders. Well, yeah. She don't have a Wikipedia page. I don't know. Huh. All that comes up with is the Sports Illustrated. Oh, she's a bikini model. Huh. Still looks good at her old age or something. Yeah, she was a Sports Illustrated swimsuit model. Yeah, neither of his sons made it to uh, NFL. They both played it in college. Well, you know, it's just being the kid of somebody that's good at something doesn't make you good at something, you know? Well, you know, you know Brawny's going to play in the NBA. Little LeBron Jr.? Yeah, but look at R.G. Manning's kids. All three of them played in the NFL. It, it depends on your mentality. And his grandson's uh, a top high school prospect right now. Yeah, I mean, it's a good chance, but honestly, it's like, it depends on how the kid grows up, too. It's like, not all kids are interested in sports, you know? True. Like, look at uh, Magic Johnson's kid. He's <laughs> way away from where he should be, you know? So it's like, yeah. there are kids that just... You can't force a kid to be what they're not. Just like I, I try to, I don't try to force my kids to be what they're not. You know. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Cooper never played in the NFL. Oh yeah, he he, but he had a back injury. I think we talked about that a couple weeks ago. He was a good uh, receiver or something like that. Yeah. Uh. Oh, he had a. Uh, he was a, a top prospect, but he had spinal stenosis. Which yeah. ruined his college career. Yeah. I thought he did play. He makes NFL pregame shows, though, for Fox. Oh, yeah. The Manning Hour. But he's also... Uh, he does something with investing. Yeah, with those giant heads, it's they like got to have big brains in there. Yeah, he, he looks just like Peyton. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, but his, his son, Arch... Is uh, he's a sophomore in high school. 
and uh, yeah, he's he's on his way to being in the NFL. Well, as long as he doesn't knock some girl up or do something stupid in college. Yeah. Well, then did you see uh, did you see Bronny James though? No. Oh man, Bronny like, is his name. Bronny, yeah. Like, Le- like LeBron, to a towel? LeBron James Jr., but they call him Bronny. <laughs> um, yeah, he's lucky his dad's in the bubble right now. Um, he posted on accident. Uh, he posted some pictures on Snapchat of him smoking weed in a car. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's lucky that, that his dad's in the bubble right now, man. <laughs> he has a serious ass-whooping coming once those finals are over. What do you think of the, the finals matchup, man? What is it? It's uh, the, the Lakers, Lakers and, and the somebody. Heat. I... I don't care. The I Heat, don't really... man. Does the Heat have any fans left? Didn't they all leave when LeBron left? No, are they a local team? <laughs> I'm sure they have local. I don't know. When I was in Florida, I was in I was in uh, Orlando, and uh, I was actually surprised there was a lot of Heat fans there. But I think they just kind of migrated towards the Heat when LeBron was there and just stuck with the team. Cause they, I mean, they still had Dwayne Wade. Yeah. You know. But I mean, heat, big man, stars like that are always going to bring a flock of casual fans. You know. Yeah, there's a but lot you of. you still Cavs, have your hardcore I fans. Mean, I, I'm a Cavs fan. I always have been. Uh, but I, I liked LeBron. He was, you know, when he first came to Cleveland, he was the best thing Cleveland ever had. Yes. He took us to finals. Granted, we lost, but he took us to finals, and then he left. Of course, we were mad about the decision. Whatever, I understand why he did it. Uh, I don't like the way he went about doing it. No, that. But I wasn't. I wasn't all about burning his jersey. No. Um, I I supported him when he was with the Heat. When he came back to Cleveland, I supported him. And you know, regular season, I'm not gonna be rooting for the Lakers. But if the Lakers make it to the postseason and my team doesn't. I like LeBron, so I'm gonna I'm gonna root for the team that he's playing on. So I'm rooting for the Lakers because I, I really think he needs to prove that he is the goat. I think uh, he's already proven it. He he brought a championship. He has, but you know the people that swing from Jordan's nuts. He's the, he's better than Jordan. He, way I, better. Way than better than Jordan. Than Jordan. Well, Jordan you know, was good for his time because he was a little bit more advanced. He was a generation ahead. When, if you put Michael Jordan in his prime in the NBA now, he's a sixth man at best. He, he's, a, he's a James Harden or a Russell Westbrook. Not even. He's not even in those guys' leagues. Those guys are better than him. He, he might be a Kawhi. Jor- the, Look. The, ta- the caliber of talent that Jordan went up against what? when he was in the NBA is nowhere near what, what's in there now. I mean, he went up against some Hall of Famers. But he did, but that's because they were good for their time. Exactly. When Jordan was in his prime, he was something that we had never seen before. Exactly. He was Since the first. Since then, we've seen a, there, there's been a lot of guys in the league that would have smoked Jordan in his prime. Oh, yeah. You know, I'd even go as far to say, like, someone like Derrick Rose or Car- Carmelo Anthony in their prime mm-hmm. could have smoked Jordan. 
I think now they could. Uh, look at Jimmy Buckets, man. Jimmy Butler. He's Iverson. Yeah. Everybody. Jimmy Butler, when he was playing for the Bulls, was was taking some of Jordan's team records. Even uh, that Rose you know, guy got, that before he kept breaking his legs. Derrick Rose, yeah, I brought him up a little bit ago. Like uh, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, Kawhi Leonard. Uh, there, there's so many guys playing right now. Even Westbrook and Harden. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Greek Freak, man. Antikanubo. A lot of guys that are at his level or better than him. It's like it's the same thing in football. Like Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice for his time was the greatest, but. You put him in here now, he's a fourth, fifth receiver at best. Terry Bradshaw. Put a prime Terry Bradshaw on today's Steelers, he'd be a bum, dude. Yeah. They'd be lucky to go 7-9 and nine with, with Terry Bradshaw right now. It's a different game nowadays. You know, it's... Everyone is better. It's cost evolution. It's the same, same with the NBA. These guys are bigger, stronger, and more athletic now. And faster, more accurate. Yeah. So, yeah, there's... Gonna be plenty of guys that are way better. You know, Just it's for our generation, the in the current generation, LeBron's the greatest of the current yeah. generation. And for Just his like, time, Kobe was the greatest. Kobe actually went up with Jordan a few times. <clears throat> yeah. When he first started. When he was playing through the Wizards. No. When he was playing for the Bulls. He was on the Wizards when Kobe was drafted. Ah, uh, you might want to fact check that one. Because I, I saw a couple stories about Jordan talking about him and playing against him when he was a rookie the first couple of years. You might want to fact check that. Kobe, Kobe, I believe Kobe was drafted in 97. He wasn't drafted. He came straight out of high school. I mean, he was, I guess he was drafted, but he came right yeah. out of high school. Uh, he was one of the last, him and then uh, like LeBron. I think Shaq might have been another one that came out of <coughs> high school. Let's see. There's 96 a, draft. Uh, yeah, so, and he on. was. So, yeah, he would have been fresh out of high school. Uh, let's see. So. Michael Jordan was. I guess, that, yeah, that was after his baseball thing. He came back to the Bulls, 95 to 98. Okay. So yeah. he was with the Bulls for a little bit, and then he was with the Wizards from 01 to 03. Yeah, but that's what it's like, weird. It's weird to think of some of these guys, like Jordan, who I watched in the 80s and 90s, played even after I graduated high school. Yeah. Like, that's a 19-year career with, uh, like, there was, like, two two-year breaks. But then, uh, like, even, like, Steph Curry's dad <laughs> was playing in the 2000s. Really? Del Curry, yeah. Yeah, he was, like, the first, uh, he was, like, the first star of the Raptors when they became a team. Uh, yeah, he played with the Raptors from 99 to 2002. I remember how people freaked out about, about Canada getting a basketball yeah. team. Shit, dude, I remember going to see Del Curry when he played in Cleveland. 
Yeah, Jordan was around for a long time. And then Kobe, we didn't realize how long Kobe. I mean, Kobe retired, so he played yeah. like 10, 15, you know. Well, yeah, Kobe started in the 90s. That's what they did. Just, they passed the torch. It was Jordan's league until right at the end when Kobe started getting fired up, yeah. right when Jordan walked out. Yep. Then it was Kobe and Shaq. Kobe, Shaq, and what was it, Hardaway? Iverson. Iverson. Those yeah. guys, that was their generation. Remember, and now this generation is, you know. Shaq, Shaq played for a long time, too. I want to say sports generations about f- five to eight year span, I would say. Okay. I, I, th- I think that seems fair, right? Yeah. Yeah, Shaq played, uh, he played 19 years as well. Started his career in 92 with the Magic. Uh, ended his career in 2011 with the Celtics. Yeah, and like, I remember watching him and LeBron together on the Cavs. And I'll tell you what, if if uh, that would have been a prime Shaq, that team would have been nasty. Yeah, I remember Shaq's on the Cavs. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, he was I'm past like, his really? prime, though, man. He was, you know, he should have retired two years before that, man. Yeah, he had some serious injuries. He's got more rings than LeBron, though. Sure does. He has more broken backboards than LeBron, too. Yeah. That's a really big, ugly feat, though, he has. a big fucking really dude, feet. man. Seven Do you hear arm. that him and Charles Barkley were not happy with uh, that guy that walked off the NBA set when the players did the whole, uh, we're not playing tonight during the playoffs? Uh-uh. Yeah, so I read an article about that this week, how they, how they both said Charles Barkley and him was saying that it was BS that the players did that and that their colleague that's supposed to be there for him didn't inform before the show. Nothing like that, just walked off. Who was that? The guy who walked off? Yeah. Ah, oh, I forget his name. Kenny Smith? Is it Kenny Smith? No, oh, I'm looking up right now. You remember when Barkley said he was going to run for governor of Alabama? You are correct, sir. Kenny Smith. <laughs> Is that Kenny Smith? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. like, they both said he, they both, like, Barkley. guy's kind of a tool, though. He's, like, like, I saw a couple, then I saw another article. He used to like, play for, the uh, he used to play for the Tar Heels back in the day. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, and he's, like, doesn't agree with it. Like, and, he was uh, mad at it. Who did he play with in the NBA? What, he didn't play with him for very long. Was it Sacramento? Kenny Smith? Yeah. Oh, no, he had a longer career than I thought. He played about 10 years. So he was with Sacramento, Atlanta, Houston, Detroit, Orlando, and Denver. Yeah. Huh. I thought he only played for a couple years. I just remember him on the Tar Heels. College. Oh, look, the first uh, the first news thing that comes up. With Kenny Smith walking off? No, about Charles Barkley being... It was three days ago. Would you like me to recite it? Sure. What's it from? It's from uh, Fox News, actually. Okay. Former NBA guard Kenny Smith walked off the NBA on TNT set in August in solidarity with players who refused to play in their playoff game over the Jacob Blake shooting in Wisconsin. Uh, While seen as a powerful move, one of Smith's colleagues said he was pissed over it. Charles Barkley said in an interview on the Ringers podcast, Wing It with Vince Carter, on Monday... He thought Smith should let his colleagues know what he was doing in advance. Huh. Are you, is it stuck or you just keep playing it? It's stuck. 
I was pissed Barkley. at Kenny because I didn't think he should have walked off. He should have told us in advance because I just said it was bogus what the Milwaukee Bucks did to the Orlando Magic. They didn't tell them. And then like 30 seconds later, he did the exact same thing the outspoken former NBA player said. I had no problem with him walking off. He should have told us so we could have prepared. The show was like, uh-oh. And that's the thing. It's like... I... Once again, it's... Yeah, Charles Barkley doesn't have any rings. I don't care what he has to say. <laughs> the round mound of rebound. Charles Barkley. I mean, he was no... Uh, he was no Rodman, but he did his best. Rodman's still the best rebounder of all time. I don't know, man. Barkley was a fat guy who can play like the wind. That's a what, fat guy who can play like the wind. That's what his, his old head coach at uh, Auburn said that about him. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It. Once remember, again, re- remember when Barkley said he was going to run for uh, governor of Alabama? Though you remember that? I do not remember. <laughs> How did that work out for him? He did, he changed his mind like four years before the election. Yeah, he was on the dream team though, so you got to give him some credit. He was. I mean, he was a good basketball player. He was a role player. His role was to get in there, throw elbows, and get and get rebounds. That was the greatest basketball team to ever play, man. Dream team? Yeah. Yeah. Christian Latner, uh, David Robinson, Patrick Ewing, Larry Bird, Scotty Pippen, Michael Jordan, Clyde Drexler, Carl Malone, John Stockton, Chris Mullen, Charles Barkley, and Magic Johnson. That is the dream team right there. I think and it wasn't wasn't Kobe on the one? Yeah, he was when he uh, was two thousand high school. Two thousand Olympics. Yeah. Kobe, yeah. Yep. So, they don't do that anymore. Like, I don't know. What? I don't. You know, basketball I basketball in the Olympics. Think, yeah, they do. No, the dream team thing. Well, they still have. Oh yeah. But two people, their people are too worried about. Oh, am I going to get hurt for my next season and whatnot? No, I don't think professional do athletes should be allowed to compete in the Olympics. They didn't used to be. Uh, the 2016 Olympic men's basketball team. Jimmy Butler, Kevin Durant, DeAndre Jordan, Kyle Lowry, uh, Harrison Barnes, DeMar DeRozan, Kyrie Irving, Clay Thompson, DeMarcus Cousins, Paul George, Draymond Green, and Car- Carmelo Anthony. They win the gold? Or, didn't, isn't that the one that blew it? Wasn't there like a team like the gold. one of the last couple years that only got like silver or bronze? Uh, or has the Dream Team won gold every year since it was created? They won the gold in 2012 as well. Uh, Tyson Chandler, Kevin Durant, LeBron, uh, Russell Westbrook, Darren Williams, Andre Iguodala, uh, Kobe, Kevin Love, James Harden, Chris Paul, Anthony Davis, Carmella Anthony. You see how now now read the names in the the one before that. You see what I'm talking about how how sports generations change every four or five years. Well, yeah, it's it. a little yeah. bit of a different group. It's always a different group. Well, but it's, but the uh, thing is, uh, like LeBron was asked in 2016, but he didn't want to do it. He was still celebrating his uh, championship. Yeah. For Cleveland, you know. He was like, I ain't risking shit. <laughs> He's like, I'm on borrowed time. I brought a championship to Cleveland. I'm on borrowed time. Yep. 
Did J.R. Smith ever find a shirt? <laughs> Not that I know <laughs> of. Not that I know of. <laughs> Does he even know that he's playing in the finals next week? <laughs> <laughs> you know he's on the Lakers now, right? Yeah. After that fuck up two years ago, <laughs> LeBron's got him on the Lakers. Well, because when J.R. Smith plays, he, he can fucking play. But there's times when he's just, you know, drunk off that henny, he, and he can't get it done. Who's he reminds me of Sean Kemp. Remember Sean Kemp? Oh, yeah. That's what he reminds yeah. me of. Like, when he turns it on, like, yeah. but you could tell, like, my cousin Tommy said that he went to a, to a Cavs game when we got Sean Kemp. And, like, he saw him, like, warming up, and he came over and said hi to him. And he's like, you could just smell the alcohol on him. Oh, yeah. Like, he was just sweating it out. Yeah. Uh, J.R. Smith, I mean, he's been in the league since 2004. He's, he's past his prime. He's a role player. Yeah, he is. He's a solid, dependable just role player. fucked it all up, man. Fucked it all up a few years ago. But LeBron just See, had to have him on the Cavs, man. That's the thing about sports. Like, everyone wants to cry about Kaepernick not being signed. It's not because of controversials, because he can't fucking play. You got a, a known alcoholic doing just fine in the NBA. You have all these other people issues and shit, dude. Babe Ruth used to come up to bat with a fucking cigar hanging out of his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so when you can play a sport, you can play a sport. Yeah. It's not. They will find a way to put you in. It's not like the Ball brothers who can't play. Yeah. Is Lonzo still in New Orleans? I thought that ball kid was on the Lakers. Oh no, LeBron had him traded. Really? Yeah. I thought that's why. Well, hey, if your dad's LeBron going in. around saying you're better than LeBron James, and that you know he could beat Jordan one on one in his prime, you kind of got to get rid of the guy. I thought they brought LeBron in to teach the kid and calm him no, down. Oh no, 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 no. He he that he had two years in with the Lakers. Uh, there was no chemistry between him and LeBron. So uh, LeBron had him and. Uh, who's that other dude? Um, shit. Shit, shit, shit. I can't remember. Um, Ingram. Uh, what the fuck is his first name? Ingram. Mark uh, Ingram? No. I can't remember. David Ingram? They traded Ball, Ingram, Josh Hart. And the draft rights to DeAndre Hunter for Anthony Davis. Yeah. That's what it was. I think it is Mark Ingram. Or is it... Is it Mark Ingram? I don't know. I don't remember. But, yeah, LeBron had him traded. Can't really blame him for it, though. No. Brandon Ingram, that's his name. Brandon Ingram. Yeah. It, I didn't think Ingram was that bad, but he had to get he had to get Davis on his team. And he had to get J.R. Smith there, too. I mean, sometimes it's better to play with people you're comfortable with and you know what they're going to do, even if well, they're yeah. not that good. Yeah. Well, J.R. Smith is a career six, man. Yeah. Which there's nothing yeah. wrong with that, really. Uh-uh. You know, you could be – not everybody makes a Hall of Fame. You're yeah. still going to get that million-dollar contract, though, you know? Yep. 
So just get your money, and that way when the team loses, they don't really blame you. Yeah. They always blame the starters. They don't blame the six-man. So what'd you think of football this weekend? Crazy week of football. The games I saw were crazy. What game did you watch? Well, of course I watched Brown's game. Yeah. Haskins made us look like a good team. Proud of him. And then I saw the end of the Bills and the Rams. Rams finally got karma called on them. Bills are looking good, man. Yeah, they beat the Rams yeah. last second. And then uh, Sunday night game was crazy. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, isn't isn't he about retirement age? He's got to be in his 40s too, right? Yeah. See, Didn't I see something like this year is like the old, the average oldest quarterbacks <clears throat> in the league? Uh, well, the season opener with the Saints and the Bucks was the first time that uh, two quarterbacks over the age of 40 met on uh, Sunday Night Football. Yeah. Yeah. What did, did Tampa win yesterday? Yeah. Wow. They played the Broncos. Did you see that the Broncos had uh Aaron Rodgers is 36? Yeah. He looks old. Well, it's all that Wisconsin food. I guess. But the Broncos put cardboard cutouts of the South Park. South Park, yeah, yeah. I saw that. They did the entire town yeah. there. They have a special coming on this week, I think. I want to say it's Wednesday night. Yeah? Yeah, a new special they have. But yeah, I guess that yeah. So I must have been like I just didn't watch it. That's the only thing I saw about that game was yeah, uh, the South Park thing. The Saints are having a bad season. Browns are better than the Saints right now. Yeah. Like you, like oh, we were talking about earlier that, though. That it could was, change though. That that kid fumbled it. When that kid fumbled it, that, yeah. that swung the whole game. You cannot give Aaron Rodgers one extra possession. <coughs> yeah. But you think they're playing good teams though? Who did they play last week? The Rams, right? Who? The Saints. Who did they play last week? To look it up, but yeah, they they they're playing good teams, you know. Tampa Bay, they beat Tampa. Yeah, which no one, everyone saw that coming. Well, yeah. Let's see, week two, who the Saints play? <clears throat> Excuse you, the Raiders. They got beat by the Raiders yeah. in the home opener. You know, the Raiders have not looked bad. Did they win yesterday too? Oh no. No, they lost to the Patriots. The Patriots beat them. They're two and one now. But Raiders being two one's got to make people in Las Vegas excited. Yeah. The Saints got uh. They got the Lions next. That should be an easy win for them. Then the Panthers, and then the Bucks again. Oh no, that's out of order. Hold on. Lions, then Chargers, then Panthers, then Bears. Bucks than 49ers. <laughs> you know what I like? They about got a tough schedule, though. Thursday Night Football, the first four weeks, four or five weeks, are always shit teams. Oh, yeah. Like, week four, this week, it's the Broncos against the Jets. Two, oh, three teams. Yeah. So we got Saints are going up against the Lions. New Orleans favorite to win that one. Let's see. Ravens and Washington. Ravens are going to kill them. Who? The Ravens against Washington. Oh, uh, yeah. The Washington foosball team. Steelers have an easy schedule coming up. Yeah, they got the Titans. No, the Titans are 3-0. Are they? They're undefeated, yeah. Oh. 
then they, then they got the Eagles. That should be an easy win. Uh, Brown should be an easy win. Uh, you hope it'll be an easy win. <laughs> you hope Miles the Ravens will probably give them some competition. Uh, then they got the Cowboys and the Bengals. <coughs> See the Browns. We got we got the Cowboys next week. They're they're calling Dallas to win that one, which it's in at AT and T Stadium in Dallas. I don't know if we'll. I don't know. It's gonna be a close game. And then we're home against the Colts. And then we go to Schittsburg, and then to uh, the Bengals, to Cincy, then the Raiders and Texans. So we really got a kind of an easy schedule too. I think I think the Browns can beat Dallas. I think they can. I don't know about that. I think they can. I think the Colts are gonna the Colts is gonna be a tricky game, but we're gonna be at home. I think the Steelers game is 50-50. because the Browns and Steelers. It hey, it was it, what was it last well, year? It was it was split, but okay. still, you guys don't get that lucky, dude. Baker Mayfield just had two stellar games in a row. You really think he's gonna keep that up? I don't. It think depends so. on what happens against the Cowboys and the Colts. I'm not waking up. I'm telling you right now. I think if they beat the Cowboys, I really think the Browns beat the Cowboys. I think confidence will carry them close to the Colts. No, I know pass the Steelers. Don't get, Bengals, don't get Raiders, too confident and they'll blow it. That's what they do. I think the Raiders are gonna fizzle out by the time the Browns get a hold of them. Oh, Texans, we gotta play. Eagles Eagles are 0-2-1? There was a tie? Yeah. Yeah, there was a tie yesterday. Who did they play? Bengals. They tie. Oh, look at that. There was a tie on the Bengals. Wow. How? Well, only said lose. True. (laughs) Yeah, the Jaguars is an easy team. Titans are tough. Ravens are tough. You know, honestly, honestly... If you look at the Browns' schedule, we'll, we'll say Dallas and the Colts beat them. Okay. We'll say Steelers beat them. I think they could beat the Bengals. I think they could beat the Raiders. I think they could beat the Texans. And I think they could beat the Eagles. There's four wins in a row right there. And then we have the Jaguars. Titans will beat us. Ravens will beat us. We'll beat the, the Giants. We'll beat the Jets. And then the finale against the Steelers at home, which I think will beat the Steelers. I... I'm excited. I, I think the Browns can make the playoffs this year if the playoffs happen. I really you can't can you argue that? Can you? Uh, I think you're getting too confident, man. Don't forget first off, it's still the Browns. It was the Browns. New culture, new new no. new coach, new system, new hope. Believe land. Uh, who on your team is Consistent, other than Chubb, Miles Garrett, and I'm uh, talking about on offense. Uh, the other running back. Uh, crap, I can't think of his name now. Off the top of my head, he's consistent. Yeah. The only the only consistency I've seen from the Browns has been Chubb. Your receivers aren't consistent. Your quarterback is far from consistent. Week one, you were on Twitter hashtag Fire Stefanski. Yeah, it was. That's week one, though. And then uh, trade OBJ was uh, trending on Twitter. I never said trade OBJ. He's it's too late to trade him. Too late to trade him. They should have traded him when they had a chance. He'll be in Vegas next year. 
Kareem Hunt. Get so pooped on. Kareem Hunt. Plus uh, OBJ. Kareem Hunt. You guys would be better off with Kareem Hunt as a receiver. Well, that's what you'd be using him for. That's why I said you guys would be better using him as a receiver. No, that's they're, they're using him as an extra receiver on the backfield. Yeah. To line him up in the slot and stuff. Yeah, like we used no. to do with Duke. Put, put him in as a wide out, dude. Not a straight. We might because we just the lost our... We just lost our one of our uh, receivers, our third guy. We just yeah, lost the out? He's out for the season, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I I recently uh, picked up Madden Seventeen. Is that like the most recent one I have? Is eleven? I wanted to check it out. So, usually. I start my season, I go in, I play preseason, you know, all that bullshit. I decided to sim the preseason. <laughs> and game one of the regular season, out comes fucking Gradkowski as my quarterback. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on a second. <laughs> Maybe he did exceptionally well in preseason and fucked up my depth chart. So I go to change the depth chart. No, Roethlisberger's fucking out for the season. <laughs> I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Like, these starting quarterbacks barely play in preseason, and this motherfucker gets out with a fucking season-ending injury? It happens, man. So that's the funny thing about Jeez. simulating anything in Madden. If you don't play it, man, you never know what can yeah. happen. Yeah, I accidentally... I I was like uh, 4-0, and and then I accidentally sim through a game. That was four and one. <laughs> I was like, you motherfuckers fucked up my perfect season. Jeez. They've Jeez. used the same Super Bowl animation for the past three years, so. Have they? Yeah. Even or four years. You know, I, I almost didn't buy Madden seventeen because fucking Gronk was on the cover. Gronk. Yeah. Madden seventeen's not a bad game. 18 was... Uh, I, think, I think 17 was the last one that came out for the 360. Yeah. yeah. And then 18 was... Uh, that was the go-to Brady. with Brady. Yeah. Last year was Mahomes, yeah. who really shook the curse. And now, then... He got injured right after that. He was out for about five or six games. Yeah, but he won a Super Bowl, so it wasn't yeah. that bad. So he still was out. Brady is the first one to snap it. And then uh, Antonio Brown was ugh. on it. Uh, wait, Brady Brady was nineteen, Brown was eighteen. Yeah, Brown was eighteen. Yeah, because that was the year he really fucked up. Yeah, yeah, he just didn't show up for games. And then this year was uh, new from the Ravens, I think. Uh, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, it's rated as the worst man ever. Yep. A lot of people mad about Kaepernick being in that game. I don't mind Kaepernick being in the game. I think it's like I said before. Yeah, like I don't mind him being in the game, but his rating's a little high. Yeah. Let's let's be honest here. If his rating was that, if he was truly an eighty-five, he would be in the NFL. Yeah, he's uh, he's an eighty-one in the game. Or eighty-one. I'm sorry. If um, he was really an eighty-one, yeah, he'd be in the game. He's an above-average quarterback. He's not. He, he's an above-average quarterback. No, he is not. Yeah. He is above average nothing. He is an above average quarterback. He was not an above average quarterback when he was a starting quarterback in his peak. 
He was The year he went to the Super Bowl, he, he was had a good team. He, he had a good team. team. No one knew how but to he play got him. He got taken down in the Super Bowl by Joe Flacco and the Ravens. Yeah. No one knew how to play him because they had no tape on him. That's why. He he had a gr- he had a great run attack that people tend to forget about. Yeah. His arm, he, he had noodle arms. But dude could run if he mm-hmm. needed to. Uh, but but the problem was that he became too predictable with mm-hmm. with his run. That's what I'm saying. The first yeah. year, no one knew what to do with him, and then they they watched film. Okay, he's he looks left and right. You know, he they yeah. that's the thing about NFL. If you don't change your game on a weekly or monthly basis, you're gonna get figured out. Yeah, that's what's been happening with Lamar Jackson this year. Yeah, they they figured him out. He's become predictable. Um. What'd you think? Of, speaking of quarterbacks that run, what'd you think of Big Ben's uh, beastly run the other day, man? I didn't see it. Oh man, it was like uh, uh, I want to say it was third and like twelve. He had no one open. He had clear space to run. He just takes off down the sideline, extends his arm out with the football, <laughs> and then goes out of bounds. Ended up with fourth and inches. Mm. <laughs> but he just dove head first with that ball, man. Contract year. Dude's coming mm-hmm. back. Like, I think that year off really did him good. Oh, man. yeah, dude. Like, this is, like I've said before, like, this is 2008 Ben Roethlisberger. They said he lost some there. weight and he's a little bit oh, dude, more he's, athletic. Yeah, he's thin. Like, anytime he comes back from an extended timeout with injury, he gets real thin. Because they've got him on this mandatory physical rehab. He's got to be working out extra. But yeah, like this is peak Ben Roethlisberger right now, man. It, See, I hate Ben Roethlisberger, but if I take you can't a step argue back, with his greatness, though, man. The guy's a future he, Hall of Famer. He has natural talent. Yeah, he it, the game comes to him easy. He has natural talent. He has a stable organization around him too. Yeah, that's that's another huge thing. That's why the Steelers are perennial. Always in the hunt. Even last year when they had like oh, yeah. the worst season ever, like <laughs> they still finished with a winning record. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like it's, it's a, a stability. They had a third string quarterback take them to nine and seven. Yeah, so it's like they they always have stability. There's always hope. There's never. You guys a, got beat by a duck call champion. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of disappointed they got rid of him instead of that fucking Rudolph. Yeah. The duck. Definitely was a better quarterback, but uh, they they moved Rudolph to third string and now have uh, Josh Dobbs. See, that's the thing about Cleveland or I mean Pittsburgh. You never know who the second string quarterback is. I have no idea who these people are. I never even worry about it. There's so much stability. <laughs> yeah. Well, Pittsburgh doesn't have a, a good track record for having good backup QBs, though. Mm-mm. Like. I remember Ben going out because uh, he hurt his throwing hand in a uh, playoff game, and they had to bring in Gretkowski. And every, every fucking Steelers fan in the country was like, <gasps> and he ended up losing. So I think, that was, I think that was a wild card game against the Ravens, I believe. I want to say it was like 2014 maybe, 2015, something like that. I was your Ravens won it, wasn't it? No. No, the Ravens won in uh, 2013. Mm. Yeah. Piss me off. <laughs> um, but it's looking like uh, the Steelers are going to be sitting alone, number one in the division. 
Oh, it's Kansas uh, City Kansas is all over uh, right now? opening up can of whoop ass. Twenty-seven to ten right now with twelve minutes left in the third. <clears throat> Crazy. Yeah, twenty-seven ten. You're right. Yeah. Man. You know what though? We have the extra wild card this year. Yeah, I don't know. If the playoffs even happen, there's still a chance. Yeah. I I don't think the Browns are gonna get it though. I really don't. This will be the fucking year too. They that they'll 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 be positive, they'll lose a couple games like we super positive like the last few weeks are to cancel yeah. football. We're like, yeah, we can't do it now because too many people broke out in COVID. Didn't, I, I think Atlanta, they're investigating Atlanta, I saw, because they're breaking protocol and a couple people got COVID on their staff and the, oh, and the guy on their team. Jeez. Yeah, they, they, they should have done the bubble. They should have, they but... Got to do the bubble, man. Because you've got these... Some, some states are allowing a certain number of fans. Uh, pretty soon, you know, Florida's opening back up to full capacity... So you know they're gonna pack uh, Dolphins, Jaguars, and and Bucks games. Even they were a biohazard before we had a pandemic. Yeah. Cleveland, they they have fans in Cleveland. Six thousand. They kept telling us that. It's not different than a normal Cleveland. That's what I'm saying. Like I was like, there are six thousand people actually showed up. <coughs> I'm surprised. Um. Yeah. Um. Only time will tell. I think the six thousand capacity is a good idea because they, they were far apart. They were on little families, yeah. their own little groups. Uh, it was more expensive, so not saying that COVID is a poor people problem, but with more expensive tickets, you get a higher class people in there that uh, yeah. are healthier. You know. So, did you happen to catch this uh, this news with Trump with the tax returns? Oh yeah, seven hundred and fifty dollars is all he paid in. in an income tax, like. Don't surprise me. Doesn't surprise me. I'm. You know what? I'm gonna take that back. It does surprise me. Who fucked up and made him pay seven hundred fifty dollars? That accountant's got to be fired. His daughter. Is that who did it? Yeah. <laughs> she. Uh, yeah, she figured out a way to get him all these extra deductions. But what I don't get is $70,000 in deductions for haircuts? Yep. Dude. I'm sorry, but I wouldn't pay for that haircut. Well, we figure stylists and all that and for the show. Yeah, it's a business expense. Like, his hair looks like shit. The system's There's no not way broken. Pay it's, much. it's working just like it was designed to. Um, yeah, I can't argue with that. He didn't, he didn't do anything wrong. It's not illegal, um, he did. Everyone does it. But in 2006, okay, and this is why I wouldn't trust Ivanka to do my taxes, okay? In 2006, uh, Trump, Trump Jr. and Ivanka were on Howard Stern. And this is how the conversation went. You went to the Wharton School of Business, Stern asked Donald Jr. Yes, Donald Jr. responded. What's 17 times 6? As Trump's son struggled for an answer, his sister began to laugh. 
What is it? Do you need a calculator? She inquired, chuckling. 96, Donald Jr. asked, taking stabs at answers. 94. Wrong, Stern said. Wrong. That's not a practical application, Ivanka responded, coming to her brother's rescue. That prompted Stern to ask Ivanka to multiply 17 times 6 for him. Before she could respond, her father decided to bail out the family. It's 1,112, Trump said, pronouncing his answer 1112. He nodded confidently towards Stern. That's way off. Missing the correct answer, 102 by 1,010. That's why I had 102. Uh, a math deficit has never stopped Trump, a serial bankruptcy artist, from anointing himself a financially dexterous business sophisticate. Over the years, he and his children have positioned themselves as astute, keen-minded folks lording over a disciplined, dominant real estate operation. Yeah. The whole family can't do fucking math. I mean, honest, but that's on. When you're doing calculations with taxes, you, you actually have a calculator. I knew that. 17 times 6, 102. Yeah. Yeah, that's easy. You should know that. Especially somebody who went to the Wharton School of Business. Isn't that doing math? You have to take some pretty advanced math classes. Yeah, but you still have a calculator on you at your desk. That's not that's not a really fair question. But honestly, though, how how much taxes does Jeff Bezos pay? Uh, business taxes or personal tax? Personal. Personal taxes. Very little. Very very little, if any at all. Look, I will come to Jeff Bezos' defense here. The guy. Okay, the, the whole reason that, uh, like, these Bush tax cuts, which is what is still going on right now for the wealthy, uh, these, the reason these tax cuts exist is because of the old philosophy of Reagan's for trickle-down economics. Mm -hmm. uh, so the, the whole point of giving these guys these huge tax breaks is that they create new jobs. Jeff Bezos is adding millions of jobs a year, and we're not talking minimum wage jobs. The minimum that Amazon pays its employees is $15 an hour. Amazon also does raises, like regular raises for their employees, which a lot of companies don't do. So Jeff Bezos, even though his net worth has expanded ridiculously during this pandemic, He's still doing what he's supposed to be doing, and that is creating massive amounts of jobs. So I will come to his defense in that. Um, I mean, maybe pay your employees a little bit more, though. You know, uh, maybe bump that fifteen up a little bit, like twenty or something. You know, but the guy, the guy has earned it. You know the first 10 years that he was in business he was losing money but he kept with it and you know built amazon into this fucking empire as soon as they bought borders that was it they acquired borders and yeah borders and then uh you know when they started doing their own deliveries it's just incredible what that company does now they own whole foods too oh yeah and they do like instant food delivery they have, uh, you know, the prime pantry where you can get like, uh, you know, dry foods and canned foods and shit like that. But then, 
they also, if you're in close proximity to a Whole Foods, can do instant food deliveries. That's why I say it's grown into an empire. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's doing it right. So I feel like uh, people attacking him is just kind of wrong. I mean, we are always yeah, on the, guy, the guy shouldn't you know, be worth what he's worth, but you know, he is creating a lot of jobs. He's helping out the American economy more than, than most other CEOs and major corporations. Yeah. And he takes care of his employees. So can't really fault him for that. But Trump should probably be paying more in taxes. Oh, yeah. Oh, could you imagine the write-off for his salary? Mm-hmm. That's $400,000 a year. And he's donating each quarter to charity. That's why he's doing it. Yeah. For the write-off, yeah. Well, plus, he's making all that money at Mar-a-Lago. Oh, yeah. From all his golf trips. Because they got to, you know, he charges the Secret Service to stay in his hotel. Mm-hmm. It's fucking ridiculous. Did you, uh, did you happen to, to see this uh, Breonna Taylor thing? How the no one grand got... jury indicted one of the officers. Yes. And he was not even directly... It wasn't about shooting Breonna Taylor. Yeah, ain't that some shit, dude? Ah. Define ain't that some shit. Because do you think it's wrong or right? What, the indictment? Yeah. He should definitely be indicted for that. But what about the the murder charge? Where's that? He the guy that they indicted shot blindly into the house, did not hit her at all, and hit actually through the wall into another apartment. That's what he's in trouble for. Yeah. So he had no he didn't shoot Breon Taylor. He he was he was indicted on three counts of wanton endangerment. Yeah, endangerment. That's yeah. what and that's what he should have got. He shouldn't have blindly fired into a window like that. Well, he could have Two of the officers weren't even indicted for anything. And that's and that goes back to what we said about her boyfriend popping shots. He popped shots at him and it, situations <coughs> happen. It they was, weren't. They were on a hundred percent an accident. She was not supposed to get hit with anything. It was an accident. Um, it was shortly after midnight on March thirteenth. Uh, Louisville police entered Taylor's and Walker's apartment using a battering ram to force open the door. The police were investigating two men they believed were selling drugs. It was originally reported that the Taylor Walker home was included in a no-knock search warrant signed by Jefferson County. Uh, Circuit Judge Mary M. Shaw reportedly based on representations by police that one of the men used their apartment to receive packages. But the New York Times later reported that before the raid, the order had been changed to knock and announce, meaning that the police were required to identify themselves. Now, See, you've got it's after the knock midnight. and announce is open up Louisville Police Department. Yeah. Okay. And then, but that. I really have a feeling that the new knock one is boom. Louisville police fire everybody down. You know, it's like a shock and all kind of thing. No, no, no. It says that they used a battering ram to force open the door. Yeah, it's and after then, midnight and cops then they are themselves. Cop. Yeah, okay, let's not even say cops. It's after midnight and three men are breaking into your home. 
What do you do? See, breaking into your home is like... When you hear a loud bang, I'm telling you, as soon as that barricade hit the door, Dude. they announced themselves as police. No, 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 no. There is nowhere in the docket that it says that. Uh, Kenneth Walker, believing intruders were breaking into the apartment, said he fired a warning shot. According to officials, it struck Mattingly in the leg. Police then fired 32 rounds into the apartment. He shot and shot. He and shot hit a, cop. a warning shot. But it hit a cop. You can't. It's. He didn't know it was a cop. They didn't announce themselves as cops. Either That's way, the problem. And, but the, they were not in uniform. They're naturally gonna retaliate though. It's someone shoots a shot at anyone. That's imminent danger. They didn't know at the time that it was a warning shot. He didn't go. Hey, look out! And boom. You know, it was a horrible situation on both sides. Doesn't mean that they went in there and intentionally killed her. Did he get killed okay. too, or just her? No, just her. So but that's that's the accident part. Walker didn't know that they were cops. He thought somebody was breaking into his house. And the cops didn't so, know that it was a warning shot. Okay. Two wrongs don't make it right. Exactly. So a third wrong by charging him for murder doesn't make it right either. I'm not saying charge the guy for murder. But 32 shots after the guy just fired one shot? It's reaction. Mm, but at what point do you announce, hey, we're the police, don't shoot anymore? Adrenaline. The reason why there was a no-knock warrant, because they thought it was going to be a major fucking deal. You can't, you, you can't defend this. You can. It's, at the very least, negligent homicide. No. Yeah. Nope, because it's a natural reaction. He shot. Shots. If he would have shot into the ceiling and no bullets went through and hit a cop, then you could argue it. But what he shot through the door as a warning shot, whatever, and it hit a cop. It's like a fucking bee's nest. They're going to swarm. You know, cops, cops get killed all the time. We just heard last week about those cops. Yeah. Someone just walked up and killed. It's a war. <coughs> Criminals against cops. So once someone shots, shoots a shot in a war, everything's going to go off. But you you got to understand, though, this case sets a bad example for people trying to defend their home from intruders. That's what you have to take into account. If the intruders are not police officers, then no, it doesn't. It, the only mitigating they, factor in this is that they were cops. They were in plain clothes. They were not dressed as police officers. They weren't even in suits. They were in hoodies and jeans. When the guy fired a shot, was he still in his bedroom and fired it through the door? Or what, did he see him come in and fired at him as soon as they walked through they, the door? They took a battering ram and just knocked the door over, and he shot a warning shot. Into a guy's leg. That's not a warning. When you shoot at somebody, towards someone, that's not a warning Where, shot. Where's he supposed to shoot at? He's in an apartment building. He still, but he shot. It was a cause and effect thing. It wasn't the cops didn't go in there with their guns drawn trying to kill anyone. The first thing that happened when they went through the doors, they got shot at. And they reacted. That's human nature. That's not a, hey, let's go in here and kill these black people while they sleep. Let's kill this innocent woman while she's in her bed. That's, it was a bad situation by both sides. And to punish one of those cops for what happened there isn't right. It's not. It's just. It's, it's just not. You can't defend it. You can. No, you can't. 
They should they never. There was never a time where they identified themselves as police when they were shooting. That still doesn't make them murderers. That's why I said it's at the very least negligent homicide. I don't even think it's negligent homicide. Oh, it is. Because they didn't shoot until they were shot at. By someone whose home they were breaking into. But they had it would have been a different story if they were in uniform. He saw them break down the, the door because he waited until they broke down the door. Saw them in police uniform. If he would have put his hands up, they probably wouldn't have shot him. Right? That's, that's a good argument. You're right. It was the fact that they were in normal street clothes, breaking into somebody's home after midnight. It was, it was negligence. Not only that, they the no knock warrant was changed before before they even left to go to the apartment. It was changed to knock and announce. And who they really ignored the fact that it was changed to knock and announce. Or maybe they didn't know something got lost in paperwork. No, they knew. Then they why chose, did they no knock then? They chose not to. Probably because they're choice. hotheads that wanted to do things their own way. They wanted to get into a scuffle. Not all cops are shoot. good people, man. I don't know. You know there's, there's some hotheads out there that are just looking for trouble. You know, you got these police out here acting like cowboys sometimes. I'm not saying they're all like that. You know, there's some of them that you know, just want to work in a small town and eat donuts and hope nothing happens. Yeah, that's the kind of cop I'd be. You know, but then you've got these guys that, you know, these uniformed officers in some of these big cities that have seen Die Hard and Lethal Weapon one too many Even times. Even in smaller cities like ours. Yeah. And they, they want to go out there and hope something happens. Well, something did happen. You know, they're... I, I know, you know, I, I, I know some cops that say that, you know, there's days where they hope that, you know, that they don't really have to go to a call. But, you know, there's also cops out there who are just waiting for that big call. You know, somebody, you know, an active shooter at a mall or something, you know. Some cops are waiting for something like that to happen. And these are the ones that we are trying to get rid of. You know, nobody's saying we need to abolish the police force. We yeah, just they need are. To get, well, <laughs> We're not saying that. They, I'll they think get, the police they, they want to get rid of these cops that are out here acting like cowboys. Sometimes That's what they need want. a cowboy cop, though. If people didn't if like cowboy cops... If the situation calls for it. it but they, but the situation didn't call that? for it. I, I don't know. I you don't know. He know shot a warning emails. warning shot. Yeah, he hit a cop in the leg. Okay, it's pull your gun. And say, hey, we're the police. Here's badge. Put your put your weapon down. Not after he shot someone. Yeah. You shoot a weapon, they swarm. It's they're but like bees. The, the thing is, they didn't know he was a cop, or he didn't know that the, that they were cops. At that point, where they pull their guns and their badges and say, hey, drop your weapon. We're cops. That's it. That's the end. I want to see the body None cam of this had to happen. Was there um, body cam footage on it or not? Yeah, there was. So that's yeah. – I bet you that that's why the grand jury didn't convict them or do anything. There was no – no, no, no. There was no charge of 
That's what I'm saying. Murder. They didn't charge him because they probably saw the body cam footage where they announced probably, themselves. It's probably coming. They're probably still conducting an investigation. I don't know, man. I, I don't um, see how in a court of law that's going to that's gonna stand up. It's not. It was an accident. It was a preventable accident, but it was still an accident. It's, it still falls under negligent homicide. I don't think it does because they were there lawfully on a warrant. And then that, that's a system change thing. That's a that's a disciplinary thing or whatever. It's not a whoever approved these new knock warrants or said, "Hey, it's a good idea breaking someone's house." You, there's a risk to it, you know. Okay. He shot a cop in the yeah. leg. I don't know what else. Negli- if he knew or not, it's they're gonna swarm <laughs> you like bees. The fact that he, she died and he's still alive—that's the real tragedy. Negligent homicide is a criminal charge brought against the person who, through criminal negligence, allows another person to die. Okay, um... So they didn't allow her to die. They, they, they caused her to die. But the original cause was his firing the weapon. Um, they were there lawfully. You could also call it involuntary manslaughter. That may, that may have stuck. Um... I mean, negligent homicide could also be, you know, if you're drinking and driving and kill somebody. That could fall under negligent homicide. No, I think I think negligent homicide is when, like, if you see something, like, like say we see somebody shoot somebody and we don't report it or say nothing. We just kind of just let them bleed out and die in the street. That's negligent homicide. Like, you were there. You could have done something to stop no, it. Or if you're, that, there was no criminal negligence that took place. Yeah, or you if didn't you're, do anything legal. or if you're with somebody that kills somebody, like if me and you go to a grocery store and I rob a grocery store and kill someone, but you never try to stop me and you leave with me and get away with me, that's negligent homicide on you because you're there with me to rob the store. I think that's um, what it is. More of like an accomplice now, kind of thing. Here, here's a, a well-known example of negligent homicide: uh, the Aero Peru Flight 603 near near Lima, Peru. Uh, the accident was caused by a piece of duct tape that was left over the static ports on the bottom side of the fuselage after cleaning the aircraft, which led to the crash. Uh, an employee had left the tape on and was charged with negligent homicide. See, there's also times, too, where like an intentional killing can be negotiated down to a lesser charge like negligent homicide or involuntary manslaughter. Either way... Someone was killed who didn't have to be killed. Mm-hmm. If anything, and I agree with hundred percent, but I don't you know, believe it's negligent criminal. homicide, involuntary manslaughter. Okay, not just the cops. I think her boyfriend is partially responsible, but at the same time, he was defending his home against intruders. Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody breaks into your house in the middle of the night, I expect you to defend your your family, and that's what he thought he was doing. Question is, why can't accidents just be accidents anymore? Why does there always have to you be really someone think, to blame? Do you really think it was an accident? Do you really think those cops aimed and tried to kill that girl in her bed while she's sleeping? Why did they fire off 32 shots? How many cops were in there? somebody who had already there? dropped their weapon. How many cops were in there? Three. Three. Ba, ba, do, ba, ba, all, do all three need to be shooting amp- at a guy who already dropped his weapon? He shot and hit a cop leg. They pulled and fired everything they he had didn't. all of a sudden. 32 shots. So if somebody, by if somebody people, breaks into your house, if somebody breaks into your house in the middle of the night, are you just going to assume they're a cop? No. 
I'm not saying. I'm not okay, saying. Okay, then. You're I'm not grab saying your gun and shoot at what him. he did. I'm not saying what the boyfriend did was wrong. I'm not saying that he didn't have the right to defend himself against people he didn't know. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying a cause and effect. That's it. He shot a cop. He shot he, a cop. That was that the was cause. breaking into his home. He shot the illegally. cop. Okay. No, not illegally. Yes. He was. They had a warrant to come in the house, so they weren't there. It illegally. was a knock and announce a warrant. They broke into the house illegally. That's your criminal negligence. I don't see. I don't think it was. They had a search warrant to be in there. The cause and effect is they illegally broke into the house. They had a warrant to go in the house. They had a reason to go there. Just, they didn't just pick a random house to go on there on a hunch. That's the thing. Was they a, were there for a reason. If it was changed or not the raid, the day, Before the raid, the order had been changed to knock and announce, meaning the police were required to identify themselves. Then, then do they say how it went from a knock to announce or why it was changed? Probably be well. I mean, the, the time of day probably has something to do with it. And technically, like in some states, I don't know what it's like in Kentucky, but in some states, you can't arrest somebody inside of their home. You have to get them to come outside. So, you know, breaking into the house and then coming in and just shooting. You're talking about a lot of crimes being committed by these police. Yeah, I I think it it was an accident. It was an unfortunate situation that got way out of hand. The guy he shot. If if we're gonna go and believe that he shot the guys because he didn't know who they were, he shot and hit somebody. They fired back. That's what happened. It wasn't that they broke in there to kill people. The, the cops would not have drawn a gun if they wouldn't have got shot at. It's and simple. he wouldn't have shot at the police yeah. if they weren't breaking into his home. So it goes back to your whole cause and effect thing. Yeah, cause, they came in, effect, he, they he, shot. He was the not shot even, turns into another cause. He was not even the guy that they were looking for. So he has no, you know, he has no idea that cops are even coming to his house. Yeah, it was a bad situation that turned out horribly. It, I don't believe anything and on it. It's criminal, it though. falls under the police. I, but they had a warrant to be there. That's what I'm saying. It, but that's, a warrant doesn't grant you permission to break into somebody's home. Uh, that's what I a mean, warrant is. A, no, not you even close. You said earlier that not even close. That the warrant was for a no knock and no announce. It was originally a no knock. Okay, and then they changed which means it. They busted down. Yeah, they changed it before the raid took place. So then that to knock falls and announce. not on the cops that broke in. That falls on whoever their superior was that was coordinating that whole thing. Because they don't just say, "Okay, guys, go do this shit." There's a whole team and there's a whole process. A, whole- a warrant has to be signed by a judge. And the judge has to has to hand over the warrant to the officers who were assigned to the case, mm-hmm. which means the no knock warrant was given to them, and then it was changed. How was it changed when it was changed? You see what I'm saying? It's like there's it, it's a system breakdown. It's not it calling would, the cops. It still had to, not right. They still had to go in front of the judge. To get the knock and announce warrant after it had been changed. 
Because the judge can sign over a warrant and then say, yeah, you know what, I changed my mind. Let's do this differently, which is exactly what happened here. And now, because of this situation, Louisville police are no longer doing no-knock warrants at all. Which they should never have been doing in the first place. Well, yeah, it's fucking stupid. You have situations like this that happen, and now an it's innocent person is dead because of it. innocent girl's death to cause it. But, I mean, that's why we have warning labels. There was but still I don't think, criminal negligence that took place. I don't think it was criminal. I think it was human nature that kicked in. He, his human nature to shoot at the cops. The cops' human nature to shoot back. That's exactly what happened. Breaking down the door was human nature, though? No, I'm talking about what, the, what the thing that set it off was... The first thing that set it off was them breaking in. Yeah. Okay, that caused that guy to panic and shoot. The cops shot back. Three guys in hoodies and jeans breaking your house in the middle of the night... You're assuming they're intruders, right? I that's exactly. Yeah. So, so he had every right to protect himself. And I never said he didn't. I'm saying is that the cops did not intentionally kill the girl in the bed. No, they didn't intentionally do it, but their negligence led to her death. I don't think it's negligence. If anything, Listen, I studied the if law. If anyone, man. if anyone would be negligent, it would be whoever the commanding officer was that that ignored whoever did the warrant change? That's where the negligence would be. Because the cops going in there, if those people had no how idea. How does this fall on Judge Mary M. Shaw? No, not the judge, the, the officer that went and picked up the warrant and didn't tell them that it had they been, changed it. It had to have been handed directly to all three officers no, that showed up. Just one yes. of them. No. There's a whole team of people. The warrant has to be handed directly to the officers who are going. They, they send one it doesn't go. Do it doesn't go to the prosecutor, it doesn't go to. Their, their CO, it goes directly to the officers who are executing the warrant. And there's still a supervisor involved in the whole process. They don't like, they, okay, you three but guys, go ahead. When it comes to handing over a warrant, there is no middleman. Sure, they have, they have a superior officer who knew what they were doing. That's what I'm saying. There's always a superior. But, there's, always a, there's always a chain of command. But he didn't have that warrant. The three officers had the warrant that was a knock-and-announce warrant. They illegally broke into that home. We'll never know. We'll we never do know. know. No, we won't. The judge we'll even know. said that it was a knock-and-announce warrant and that they illegally broke into that home. Well, if that was true, then how come they didn't get charged? Because that's probably coming. They are probably still conducting the investigation. They're trying people, to figure out see, how it changed. All these people that are saying, over, oh, you know, arrest the, the cops now. You really can't. These investigations take forever. It's not like on Law & Order where they solve the case within 45 minutes, okay? Yeah. It's, it's not like that in the real world. It, you know, there's, this is why you know, a lot of murders go cold because they run out of leads. You know, they st they're still looking at leads. You know, the uh, George Floyd thing. The fact that they arrested those guys within four days is fucking incredible. Mm -hmm. There's no way. No way to build a case in four fucking days. Nope, because there's due process. No yeah. It takes a long time to build a murder case against somebody. Especially when you know... Because like, as a prosecutor, you have to really look at it from every angle as far as, okay, what is the defense going to do... 
to get out of this before you even take this in front of a grand jury. Mm-hmm. You have to know every angle that the, the defense is going to try to work. Mm-hmm. And you got to know how you're going to counter each one of those defenses. And the cops are going to have good lawyers because they're cop lawyers. They specialize in that stuff. Yeah. And it's going to be he was on drugs. Everything was cool. His body came for us. Everything was cool. So he started fighting and kicking cops. And all we did was restrain him from hurting himself and others. Aside from that, too, whenever something like this happens, whether it's an an officer-involved shooting, there's three separate investigations. There is the internal department investigation, which is the officers in that same precinct investigating. Mm -hmm. And you also have internal affairs investigating. And then you also have the FBI investigating. Or in some states, it's the BCI, Bureau of Criminal Investigation, which is like a statewide version of the FBI. So you have these three cases that are three investigations going on. And they all kind of have to have the same conclusion. And they have to compare notes and then they have to present it to the prosecutor. The prosecutor has to take the case to the judge the judge has to issue the arrest warrant. That's how the whole process works. Yeah. And sometimes really it could take it could take a year, even longer, to get an arrest, especially if it's an officer involved shooting. And you know, I I respect the hell out of Black Lives Matter for getting out there and trying to, to make a difference. But they kind of have to understand that the reason why a lot of these cops where it's blatantly obvious that they're guilty, like the officer that shot and killed Tamir Rice. Yeah. The reason why he got off is because you guys forced them to move too quickly. Mm-hmm. You want to build a solid case, you got to give it time. You can't just go out there and start protesting right away and say, hey, arrest these motherfuckers because that case is going to fall apart real yep. quickly. And, you know, this whole Breonna Taylor thing, it's sad because she was an innocent woman, you know, shot and killed in her sleep. And it didn't have to happen. No. And somebody should be held responsible. See, that's that's the thing with someone should be held responsible. I think it was an accident and we learn from it. Move on. Instead of making someone responsible, make a change. You can't. They've already changed. They've already eliminated no-knock warrants. You can't. That's a step in the right direction. That's a step in the right direction to ensure this doesn't happen again. But you still need to hold somebody accountable for what already happened. I, see, I don't think you can. And I don't think you – this you wasn't a deliberate thing. This was it a wasn't. bad situation at Snowball. It wasn't a deliberate thing. That's why I don't think you could get a, you know, a manslaughter – or murder charged, but there was still criminal negligence. I mean, is the guy getting charged with assaulting an officer for shooting the guy in the leg? What charges did that guy I, get? I don't know. I that's, don't know. That's that. qu- if he's not getting any charges for anything, I don't know. Then it should wash there. out. Because either way, he still discharged a firearm. Was he licensed? I mean, you could you could fine tooth comb this whole thing. Now, that could be a defense thing. Why did this guy have a gun? Was he a felon? Felons aren't allowed to have no, guns. No, actually, Did he, have he, a license he was gun? not a felon. He was licensed to carry. Um, he was licensed to conceal carry, plus Kentucky is an open carry state. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Kenneth Walker is the guy's name. Uh, they were looking for somebody not related to him named Adrian Walker and another guy named Jamarcus Glover. So this Kenneth Walker wasn't even the target. They were at the wrong apartment. They were not at the wrong apartment. They knew the address. They no, were just they were looking the for the wrong person. They were at the wrong apartment. And Adrian Walker was already behind bars. He was in jail on an unrelated charge at their precinct. So there's negligence all around here. It's just a matter of building a case for it. Yeah. I don't think the guys actually shot, though, should be. It should be, uh, you know, whose job is it to keep track of this? How do we lose? It, it's, it's, it's a mistake. Mistakes are mistakes. Mistakes are going to happen. It doesn't have to be a life-ruining event. Um, Kenneth Walker initially faced criminal charges of first-degree assault and attempted murder of a police officer. Uh, the LMPD officer said they announced themselves before entering the home and were immediately met with gunfire from Walker. According to their statement, Walker discharged his firearm first, injuring an officer. Walker's lawyer said Walker thought that someone was entering the residence illegally and that Walker acted only in self-defense. A 911 call later released to the public provided a recording of Walker telling the 911 op operator, somebody kicked in the door and shot my girlfriend. Walker was later released from jail due to coronavirus concerns, which drew criticism from Louisville Metro Police Department Chief Steve Conrad. Uh, Judge Olu Stevens released Walker from home incarceration on May 22nd. Uh, Commonwealth's attorney Tom Wine moved to dismiss all charges against Walker in late May. The case could be presented to a grand jury again after reviewing the results of the FBI's and Kentucky Attorney General's office investigations. Wine dropped the charges because the officers never mentioned Taylor by name to the grand jury or that they shot her. Walker's close friend said that his job was to protect Taylor at any cost. Rob Eggert, an attorney representing Walker, released a statement saying he just wanted to resume his life. At the same time, his attorney said that he could be charged again later as more facts come out of the shooting. On June 16th, Eggert filed a motion to permanently dismiss the indictment, charging Walker with attempted murder and assault. The motion asked Stevens to grant Walker immunity because he was within his rights to defend himself and Taylor under Kentucky Stand Your Ground law. Wait. He was his job was to protect her. Hey, you're the man of the house. No, 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 no. Think of how that was. His job was to protect her. Yeah. How is it not? Is it not your job to protect your wife and kids? What it? But what did his job be to protect himself? Well, that too. It says himself, and to, that's what it says right here. Okay. Wine um, dropped the charges because the officers never mentioned Taylor by name. Hold on. Uh, Walker's close friend said that his job was to protect Taylor at any, any cost. See? Uh, Walker's close friend said it was yeah. his. Why was he hired to protect her? He wasn't Is hired he, to protect her. It says it's his job. As her boyfriend and as the man of the house, it is his job. Uh, the way that's written, the way that's worded. I don't know, man. It's a word a little wonky, but... That's word a little wonky, bad writing. But... Either way... As a man of the house, it is your job to protect your family. But right there, the cops said they announced themselves. So where are you getting that they never that announced themselves? That turned out to be a lie. It, even, it, it just goes on. 
It turned out. We're never out, gonna know what happened, honestly. We're never. Well, no, gonna no, know they what they recently uh, released body cam footage. They didn't announce themselves until after they started firing. I gotta see that because I didn't. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, there were fought, fought, uh, shots fired before they announced themselves. Yeah. All right, we got we got to wrap things up, man. We're going long right now. Yeah, well, we've been going long or short, but it's this stuff is it's not going to end until people stop associating themselves with criminals and stop living that life. But look, you know, it's never going to end. You make bad decisions, things happen. Like you watched that video I sent you. Of that kid in the in the that they pulled over and shot the two cops, right? Yeah. Look. Yeah. The whole time those cops were nothing but nice to that kid and did everything they could to not hurt that kid, and he pulled one of the guns and killed him. We haven't heard dick about that. That happened what a month or two ago. Yeah. Look, you can because you can it was spin a white it kid. any way you want. Exactly. But the bottom line is, just because you commit a crime. Doesn't mean the cops have the right to shoot you. If you present a danger, they do. If you You present a danger to yourself or someone else, then yes. But there's always going to be a fine line of whether or not that person really did pose a danger to other people. And it's it's hard to prove. It's one of the hardest things to prove. It is. And that's why I think a lot of these protests have kind of jumped the gun, especially when they haven't given enough time for investigations to take place. Yeah, because the, most of these killings, with the exception of that guy in Georgia, I can see how that one's racially motivated. Uh, and that yeah. wasn't even cops. You know what I'm talking about? He did... Yeah, the guy that was the, jogging? The that started uh, off? No. No, those guys weren't even cops. Yeah, those yeah. guys... That one was... I, I can see yeah. how that one's racially motivated. Yeah. That one. But as um, for the guy at Wendy's... The guy at Wendy's... Uh, that's not racially motivated. They talked to the guy the whole time. He yeah. took the taser and pointed it back at him. He took the and... Yeah. He got drunk. Guy. Yeah, he, he was drunk and asleep. In a, he could have killed kids. He could have killed someone yeah. driving that drunk and fucked up. You know? And George Floyd, he kicked a bunch of cops and they held him down. They didn't shoot him. They just kind of restrained him because he was flailing and flipping out. Yeah, he was on drugs and panicking and flipping out. That's not racially motivated. That's not murder. Breonna Taylor was not even pulled over by the cops. That was a bad situation. Was not racially motivated. But again, the guy that got shot in the back, they had him wrestled down, tased, had a knife on him, didn't shoot him. They didn't shoot him until he went into his car to try to pull something out. They waited until he walked all the way around the car and then still tried to grab him while he was reaching for something in his car. The cops didn't know. That's posing a threat. That dude didn't even run away. He walked away. Why did they let him? Exactly. They tased him twice. That was, that was their fault. He shook two, he shook two tasers. It was his fault for letting it get that far. Yeah, he the needs cops to also didn't have to shoot him that many times in the back, though. Yeah, yeah, they did. <laughs> no, they didn't. You dis- no. One, two, three, four, five, six. You can shoot a semi-automatic pistol quick. They can be shot. Yeah. When you're panicking it quick, those people, those That's guys, those force. three guys put themselves in that bad situation by their bad choices. It wasn't cops killing black people. It was cops killing people. Or being near someone that died because of their bad decisions. These recent ones that you brought up, like, yeah, 
It's not exactly the greatest hill to die on. But, it's not at all. But this has been going on for a long time where you do have cases where it's excessive. Tamir Rice is a fantastic example yeah. of excessive force. Um, that uh, Mike Brown, he was running away. And the cop shot him in the back. Like, come on. But didn't he... Ch- isn't that the one that tried to reach in there and grab yeah. the cop's gun? But That's co- a bad choice. The cop was in no immediate danger. He reached for a cop's... He already tried to get a cop's gun. A cop fought his ass off. Fought for his own life. He didn't and fight him off. All he did was open the door and the kids took off running. He tried. Did you say he reached through the window and tried yeah. to get the cop's gun? Yeah, and then the cop Once. opened the door and he took off running. And that, that's when he put him down. No, he waited like a minute. You're telling me he ran a minute? Yeah. He, he, he ran was, after the guy for a minute. No, he didn't run after him. He pointed a gun at him while he was running away. In a minute? Yeah. I can run from here to the exit in a minute. Did you see Mike Brown? He was a pretty big guy. Still. He, I'm, he wasn't running I'm, I'm a shaped middle-aged white guy. He still had he more run. He yeah. had more runs than me. He, he was running away. It wasn't a minute. It happened but, within the span of ten uh, seconds. No. Yeah. It but still, at the time seconds. that he shot him, he was not in immediate danger. He he reached for the cop's gun. He tried to take a gun off a cop. You just saw that video I showed you the other day. As soon as you try to take a cop's, you can't gun, take a cop's gun while they're sitting in the car. He tried. And it's holstered. You can't. You can, and yeah. he tried. Either way, These are what not happened pills, was excessive. But it wasn't racially motivated. It wasn't about Black Lives Matter. It was about people making know? bad decisions. How do you know? I just I showed you two videos of white people getting killed by the cops. Okay, it that whole that whole site that that whole YouTube channel. But why do black people get killed more disproportionately it's not, than, than white people? That's the thing. It's not disproportionate. It's just yeah, it reported is. on more. No. It's not. Bad guys get killed. If you're looking strictly at percentages, black people are getting killed at a higher percentage than white people. And that's just a fact. And because it's their actions against the cops, and so are white people too. If you're dumb and fight a cop or have a gun or have a knife and fight with police, they're going to restrain you, they're going to hurt you, or they're going to shoot you. That's fine. What about the hundreds of thousands of millions of people a day that are arrested by the cops that aren't getting shot or being excessive. Are you saying that excessive force does not take place? That I'm every single one of them is justified? I'm, Come on. No, I'm not saying. But if you're going to use these examples as your posters that this is what we're fighting for, then it's not a good example. It's not a good example by doing that. That's what I'm saying. It's You have but, to find where it's... Where you can prove that's 100% just because they're black. And you haven't proven that yet. Okay. But they're also... I mean, it's not just because they're black. I'm sure. Not all of them, at least. Why why are we saying black lives matter if it's not because they're black? I just said not all of them. But I'm sure there's some that are. I mean, I don't think these cops wake up in the morning and say, all right, you know, kill me some black people today. Not in the city. Not in the city. Maybe out in the country. 
But even still in the country, there's like there's not that many black people anyways. It's just, it's the thing is is it's a culture. It's it's and it's not racist to say that a lot of inner city black culture is thuggish and they think they have to sell drugs to get ahead because they, they think there's no way out. Well, you also gotta think too that uh you know, there's there's kind of a, a culture of you know being told from the time that you're very young that you have no future and this is what you gotta do to get by. Exactly. You Until know, the cops that don't culture like you. changes. You know, because a, a lot of times they're conditioned to believe that the, the cops are racist and yeah. It may not be a hundred percent true, but it's what it's it's taught to them because of history. I mean, why do you think the KKK wears the those hoods over their faces? Because a lot of them are judges, lawyers, mm-hmm. cops, politicians. What I say, the guy that owns ago, a local diner. Those are out. though. No, most of the guys at KKK now are just fucking stupid and reckless. The real racists are in the Senate, are elected officials. Those are the ones keep you down, not cops. Isn't that what I said? Like, yeah, we they, talked. They about wear this. those robes because. After they're done with their clan meeting, they go back to being your lawyer, policing your streets. That's trying your cases. Police are out there on the street with people all the time. Not, and I'm not going to say that all cops are bad. I'm not going to say that all cops are parts of the are, are part of the clan, but we need to weed out the ones that are. That's and these are the bad examples issue. and bad ways of going at it. <clears throat> These people is unfortunate like, they died. Like I've always said, I, I I look at it on a case by case basis and like okay, yeah, you know, that guy in Georgia took the taser and probably shouldn't have died because of it. George Floyd. You know, the cop should have been able to recognize you know that not only was he having a drug overdose, but he was also having a panic attack. You know, they should have gotten an ambulance out there before they pulled him out of the car and put him on the ground to restrain him. They should have called an ambulance before that. They should have been they, they should have been able to notice the signs. There you know, there's obviously a reason why he's freaking out. You know, maybe he's claustrophobic. He's a big guy. Maybe he's claustrophobic, couldn't be, you know, being in the back of that cop car freaked him out. You don't know. An ambulance should have been called. You know, the cop could have said, "Hey, you know what? I'm going to wait, for, wait right here with you. Make sure you stay where you are. I'm going to call an ambulance, get you checked out. Seems like there might be something wrong with you." It's that easy. They didn't have to pull him out of the car and put three motherfuckers on top of him. It did not have to happen that way. With the whole Breonna Taylor thing, they. We're not supposed to be knock, knocking over that door. That man was trying to protect his home. And he's not the one that got killed. She is. Yeah. Yeah, he shot a cop, but he didn't know it was a cop. You know, I don't expect, you know, if a cop's coming to my house in the middle of the night, I really hope they're wearing uniforms. 
because I don't want to make that mistake of, you know, thinking it's somebody breaking into my house when it's really a cop breaking into my house because they're not in uniform, they're not announcing themselves. And I'm sure part of the reason why that warrant was changed to knock and announce is because of the, the time of day that they were going. Plus they're at an apartment complex. It's an apartment complex, yeah. They don't want something like this to happen. They should have been in uniform and they should have knocked and announced. And that's the issue here. That's why it is criminally negligent homicide. But not the guys that were, it, there, there has to be a command chain. That, that's what they're investigating. That's what, like you said, that's probably what will come up. That's why they weren't charged yet. Yeah. I mean, the guy outside, that's pretty judge, you, know? you shouldn't be blindly shooting into a window no matter what. So that, that guy deserves, you know, something. He gets reprimanded, whatever. Yeah. But I just. I completely forgot about that one. Yeah, he's the one that, he's the only one that got charged so far. Yeah, but the thing charged. is, like, and then after, like, like I was watching that YouTube channel, since you know, I was watching the channel, yeah, and I'm watching these people the whole time. The cops like, calm down, you know, the whole time they're being respectful to these people. Yeah, they're not running out, they're not shooting, and these are things that's happened in the past few months, and a lot of these are white people I see on these body cameras, yeah. but we're not hearing about that. When when you're only showing. Black people getting hurt by the cops and then saying black lives matter, that's 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 you drawing a line. That's it's saying this is yeah, it's saying this isn't about police for everybody. This is about just our group. No, of people. it it's you it's see a what movement, I'm saying? It's a movement of change. They're trying to get rid of police brutality as a whole, but using the disproportionate police killings of black people to make the first moves on that because you can't you can't sit here and tell me that the the police departments in this country don't need a serious reform oh i think i think the system from the top from the top to the down bottom, yeah. Yeah. the whole thing from the constitution everything needs to be reset everything even our even our month system the way to keep track of time how the whole world uses the metric system but we don't like the whole system up and down needs to change. It's not, this is just ha happens to be the hot thing that happens right now. But guess what? It's not going to change because you're not changing any of the process. You're still electing these old rich white people. You're not, you're not helping each other out in the community. You're not bettering yourselves as a people. And I'm not talking about just black people or just, I'm talking about people in general. There's Look, trashy white people everywhere. They just I've, I've they said do it, trashy things. I've said it a thousand times. I'll say it again. The cops need to do better, and we, as people, need to do better. And what what did I talk about last week? And the reason why I can't take this whole save the children movement seriously, because when Michael Jackson talked about saving the children, people slandered that mm -hmm. man. We you should, know, he, in 2020, as a civilized and advanced as we are, we shouldn't have to save shit. There should be no more wars. Everyone has their own fucking border. Stay, we, we shouldn't have this bullshit still. As intelligent we, as we are, this shit should be done. We need to change, we need to change the, the way we do things. You're right. And it's not just America. It's Humanity it's needs to come together. It and, is. And, and do things better, but 
It's like, you know, Michael Jackson talked about it, man. He was the one who wanted to make this world a better place. And I'm going to leave with that. You got to take a look at that man in the mirror and make that change. Exactly. Now it's time to wrap things up. If you didn't know already, you could listen to us on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Radio Public, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. I'm sure there's others out there, and you, you'll, you'll find them. Uh, you can email the show at any time. It's uh, planetchaosradio at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and YouTube, Planet Chaos Radio, and Twitter is Planet Chaos underscore. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. It is Brandon underscore Chaos. Tumblr is Brandon dash Chaos. And uh, also make sure you go check out the website. It's PlanetChaosRadio.com. Still got all kinds of merch up there right now. Uh, t-shirts, hoodies, uh, pillows, uh, masks. My book is still up there. Um... Yeah, go check out the merch store. Order yourself some merch. All right, we will catch you guys again next week. Goodbye. Hoping that you're waiting with the joint after the show Everybody solo! our windows but i don't really know what you got to roll hoping that you pull out some fire i no got my own lighter you know i can match a bowl hoping that you're waiting with a joint after the show